What's up and welcome to Beers at the Turn. I am one of your three hosts, Jacob. To my left, we have Chris. And on Zoom, I guess, we have the most colorful analyst, Sean. What it do, baby? <laughs> yeah, it has to be separate from us. Exactly. This is our first podcast. Um, we've all been playing this stupid fucking game for... Well, for me, I've been playing since I was 17. Chris, how long you been playing? Uh, I've been playing since I was about six, and I'm still terrible. I've been playing since I was 12, and I've quit way more times than that. <laughs> that is that is true. I, I can Sean probably quits two times around every time I play with him. Don't we all like? Don't we all say that's it? I'm getting in my car. Clubs are going to the pawn shop. I'm never playing again. I actually, the more I play, the more I start to suck. And then I'm like, I gotta walk away from the game. And then I come back and I'll play a great round. It'll get me re- rejuvenated and play more. And then same process over, over, over. It's miserable. Well, that's what they always say, right? It's like you can play like shit for 18 holes, but if you hit that one good shot, it's that one, it's that one shot, foot putt you miss by an inch. It's that one drive you hit in the sweet spot that just keeps you coming back. It takes a lot of love to hate this game as much as I do. It takes a lot of money to love this game as well. well it's like an abusive luckily, relationship. It really luckily, is. Luckily, when you work in, that's what you work in the industry for, not for the money, for the free golf. Abs- absolutely. It's the number one perk is the free golf and the free golf balls. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, the ones that all the uh, everyone just hits on the course. Right. <laughs> well, let's go around the table and give a little bit of a, a bio about ourselves. We're going to start with Chris and then move to Sean, and then uh, my fat ass will be last. So I guess Brass goes first. Like uh, like Jake said, my name is Chris Leanhart. <laughs> um, all my buddies call me Leanhart. I've been playing golf since I was about six years old, and – um, still terrible at the game, but I'm about a 12, 13 handicap. Uh, depending on the day, I can shoot between 72 and 98. You know, I'm no different than you average golfers. You can have a good day or a bad day, but you just still come back to this game. There's something beautiful about it. And, you know, uh, I've known Jake for about 10 years now. We've been great friends, great golf buddies, and we worked together for a while at a golf retail shop and we've seen a lot of different golf swings. We have seen all the equipment come out in the past several years. We're very educated on this. I really hope you guys are going to enjoy this podcast and continue to like and follow. Educated on it. Jake changes wedges every week. <laughs> it's the wedges fault. It's not my fucking know, fault. I, I'm awesome. Hey, like I told you guys, I think I've gone through 50, 60 putters. Every one of my friends I play with has a, ex-putter of mine but like I, i'm sean um i live in chicago now i, I originally uh, lived in new orleans i uh got into the golf business there i said do what you love slash hate and uh worked my way up i started as a greenskeeper i'm a uh, assistant superintendent now for a uh, park district course down here uh like i said i quit on the regular i'm probably the most inconsistent golfer that's ever played the game if Chris thinks he can go 72 to 98, That's mine's more like a 78 to probably – I know I, I usually – I break 100, thank God. If if I hit 100, honestly, I will walk away from the game. 
For good. As, For good. As shit anyone. Hey, you, you know what? I, I actually have a story. I actually have a story about that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell it on on live air because I need to be held accountable. I was playing in a golf tournament in New Hampshire, and in the practice round, I was playing with our mutual friend Pat. In the practice round, on the first hole, I shot a 12. At the end of the round, I shot an even 100. Now, granted, I was paying a good bit of money to play in this tournament. Yeah. And I literally looked at Pat and I said, I'm taking the money for this tournament. I'm going to a gentleman's club, and then I'm jumping on a plane and heading home. I texted my wife. I said, listen, I, I just shot 100. I'm going home. And she looked at me and said, and I quote, Mama didn't raise no pussy. <laughs> After that, I think I went on to shoot 77, 80, 76. Keep your head up, man up, tee it oh, up. And have your wife question your manhood. I, oh, no, I, I played Pinehurst this year. I looked at my caddy. I said, I don't care, but if we don't fucking break 100, it's on you, pal. It is on <laughs> oh, you. You Bubba Watson, your caddy? Oh, dude, it's the best time of my life. He was. I looked at him. I said, look, Alec. Here's how it's going to go. If I fuck up, it's on you, bud. <laughs> I might go a little crazy. I'm like, and then I, I would read it. He'd be like, I said, you misread that putt. He goes, no, you mishit it. I said, we're not doing this, buddy. We're not doing this. I, I played the Kapalua course where they play the Tournament of Champions, and my playing partner and I both were like, that hole was very hard. I tell you what. Let's take par on that hole. They need to bring back caddies for the average golfer. For real. It is oh, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, and what I think every golf course should have, too, is spotters. It's so easy for tour players to find the golf ball because they have spotters. They put little flags. Where ball yeah, but are. the only people who do that is old guys, and they can't see. <laughs> and then they, they can't have an old, one old guy at 30 yards when you top it. And another guy at 300 yards when you crush it in the center of the face, the whole fairway would be lined with old men. No, that's when you just you look at your playing partner and your playing partner looks at you and says, "Got my eye on it." I got it. I got you. I got you. You got were you. so you were so bad around here. The best lie in golf. I was like, "You're dead, pal. You're dead over there. It's gone." <laughs> you always got that one friend who finds it every time. Exactly. I'm like, no, no, no. no. Uh, because most players think they hit at a certain distance, so they'll drive to that distance, when in reality, they're 30 yards behind that. That's why the average golfer can't find their golf ball. Exactly. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm not speaking for me. I hit the fairway, baby. I tell you. Jay, Two out of every 10 times. Let's be honest. At our, like Playing golf for a decent amount of time, it's all about distance just to like make fun of your friends and just Absolutely. really bring it home. Like Absolutely. You're, you're, you're running the shelves. Yeah. <laughs> um, distance and accuracy is the most important thing you can have in today's golf world. Well, no shit. Well, accuracy is out the window. Well, I guess I'll introduce myself last. Um, my name is Jacob Ranger. I'm currently a seven handicap. At one point in time, I was a two, and then I got married and had kids. Um, so for y'all that get married, have kids, your handicap raises five strokes easy um, if you have any more kids you'll be majors on sundays only that exactly to be tour players included in that it, you know what you're not wrong but uh no 
like Chris said, we worked together at a retail shop for about seven years together. Uh, so when it comes to equipment, I still to this day follow equipment quite closely. And uh, speaking of equipment, we're going to start off with this. Chris, you'll understand this reference, and I'll explain it to the listeners. It's squirrel season, baby. It, it is squirrel season. Time to trade in, trade up. At, try to trade in, trade up. Everybody's releasing their new equipment, it's, starting with TaylorMade, releasing their TaylorMade Stealth and Stealth Plus driver. Have you seen thing? Yeah, definitely. Um, I've never seen a driver that looks anything like it. I mean, the carbon fiber phase A is a huge change to me. Um, and it's red, too. I mean, how cool is that? It looks like a fucking hot plate. How it does. You can go camping with this driver, ladies and gentlemen, and use it as a hot plate. Absolutely. Cook, cook your, your beans on it, baby. And beans on while you're camping. I, I would honestly argue, though, the latest and greatest is not always the best. The, no. Certain things, like uh, I hit, um, I've been trying. So our company I work for is Cleveland, Strixum, which is semi-against just some big cowboy guy. But. They had that X5, that rebound face. It's the hottest face I've probably ever hit. And if you miss hit, it doesn't absolutely kill you. I used to be big Callaway, but well, that's the, light to me. the biggest difference with golf clubs now to golf clubs even 10 oh, years ago. It's the forgiveness off of miss hits. Absolutely. You know, you got your, your, I guess, my big Bertha driver when I was 12, the biggest big Bertha. You had the sweet spot the size of the bottom on those things with a steel shaft. Yeah. I had to hit those dead center to get everything out of them. How bad do you think we would be going back to old equipment? How good do you think that old Palmer and Nicholas? Yeah, exactly. Well, also, you're using up a lot of ball. These guys wouldn't stand a chance. Tigers are probably still competing. Palmer in his prime with today's equipment. These guys wouldn't stand a chance. I talked to guys who played a lot of balls. They said, absolutely, Max, you could hit it for three holes. And the, there were hairs coming out. crack. Like, they spun the ball insane. I mean, it, it's, it's weird. I mean, that'd be a totally different game to play. Oh, absolutely. For, when I first started playing, my go-to money club was a ping persimmon three wood. If I needed to find a fairway, I was hitting that fucking thing. And it was yeah, 225 I mean, right down the middle. Find it, the, hit it again. Copper color tailor made. That was like the size of your fist. Yeah. The was, bubble shot. That's the, that's the that. burner. So burner. The, the burner, original. That is like straight up tin cup. Yo, it was terrible though. I honestly was so inaccurate when I first started. I went to like old school woods and it actually helped my game. Yeah, that I was like a, a big fade. I used to be a baseball player. You swing screwed. That was was it David Sims's clubs in Ten Cup. That was the old school tailor made burners. Exactly. Nice par, David. <laughs> I'll take eighteen of them. Take eighteen of them. I don't think he had a country accent. I don't know why the hell I said um, that. Tour But as far as the the new tailor made stealth, I mean, right now we got the PNC going on with. Big cat's, big cat's yeah, back. Absolutely. Which, and he's got the stealth in the bag, along you know, with the three wood. A completely miraculous turnaround from nearly losing your leg to, I mean, the swing he has today. Just just mind-blowing. 
Oh, he, he's not I mean, of this world. Well, no, Jake, you know that uh, I'm a big Redskins fan, and he had that same spiral fracture. Football that team. Smith had. And football to be honest, team. I think golf relies on that front leg a lot more. I can't remember its front leg back. But well, the front leg, leg. the front leg, I, I mean, you're transferring leg. weight to the front leg on and the front leg. But it's as only, far as the driver, back, you're, you're loading on that backside. Right. So – to see that the fact that it, what did he have 175 ball speed today? He had oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was Colin Morikawa. Yeah, and that's Colin Morikawa's average. Yeah, but Colin Morikawa doesn't need to hit for distance. So. No, he's one of the greatest iron players oh. on tour right now. He's a freak. Dude, that boy, he hits a nice soft fade into everything, and that just sticks greens. I know. Those guys are good, man. They're just freaks. Well, you know what's yeah, crazy I mean, is when you realize like the wind and how much they can spin it both ways. Like, just it's you, yeah, we'll never be there. You're just outclassed. Everybody yeah, that's why the they get paid to play golf. the game, and we pay to play the game. Well, the best part about golf is like you'll see, in the NBA, you're not going to see anyone airball a free throw typically, but you'll see shanks. They happen. Oh yeah, well, shanks oh, happen all the time. Shanks are like a virus. Those tour guys hit bad shots like we do. It's just much, much, much less frequently. Oh, this golf will turn you into a mental midget at any given time. Some of their shots, they're like, God, how did that ball? And it ends up five feet in the pin. How could he hit that? It's like, (laughs) we hit it every every shot. (laughs) Every other hole. He went busting a bunker. I'm like... That's the best I have right there. Why are you complaining about that shot? That's the best shot in my bag. <laughs> Dude, honestly, what makes pros pros is the ability to get up and down. Short oh, absolutely. Putting, like, it's just next level. Well, it's not. It's, it's that as well as, as missing the ball in the right spots. You know, if they know if they're well, going to miss the green, they're going to know where to miss it. I heard a great thing about, like, what pros want to do, like rough and all that. Like, they want to get the ball to stop. We don't ever we're like oh not we don't ever think stop we usually run it up or stuff like that but like so courses yeah. now are kind of cutting out rough like when you play piners there is none and you can put the ball off the green shipping like if you don't hit a if you don't hit a spot the size of a dinner plate you're done right it's insane sorry listeners I I just had to get another beer I might too we live up to our the name of our podcast. That is for damn sure. We're representing, that's all. Right? We're representing the brand. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. There it is. There you go. German crickets. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a very exciting time of the year. I mean, with the holidays coming up, but also January, February, PGA show. All the vendors are coming out with everything new. You know, you're going to have your Stella from TaylorMade. I'm sure Callaway has a new driver coming out. Oh, they do. I love putting out new products. It's one of Callaway's favorite things to do is put out new products. Their irons are far superior, in my opinion. Best they do make a solid yeah, iron. Most played irons in the game, for sure. Oh, yeah. But what I was going to say is is that Taylor, uh, not TaylorMade, shit, sorry. Uh, Callaway released uh, pictures of their new driver and – you're gonna I have, have to forgive me. I have not but seen it. But it's, it's a sexy looking stick, man. It is a sexy looking it's stick. It's so funny, like the fads of color. Like, do you remember, like, the RC? Oh, it's, it's like, a matte finish. Now it's like just bad. Yeah. All black. It looks good. Let me see Let's if be I can. Honest, you play whatever the guy you like most, typically. 
It's kind of tiger because Nike clubs suck so bad. You know, that's say they use Fujikura blue. I'll take the head blue. Yeah, the new Callaway driver is called the Callaway Rogue ST. Still got the jailbreak technology, except unlike the Epic, where they had four inserts, they have two, and it has a matte black finish on top of it. It's a it's a sexy looking stick. Looks a little orangey, just like. Oh yeah, it's got a little bit of an orange tint to it. But yeah, Callaway's coming out with the new stick. TaylorMade's coming out with the new stick. Um, you, you gotta think the Titleist and staff got going on. Who gives a shit? No, I tell you what, though. I was uh, messing with our, like, Cleveland Scricks. I'm like, be honest. Just tell me the best place. We're big Hideki guys. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. I'm like, who's, like, the big American golfer guy? He goes, well, Brooks plays him. I said, yeah, but he doesn't really represent, does he? And then, he's, then, he, then he tells me when Cleveland. I'm like, oh, man, I might have to actually switch. But that's a tough call. Dude, I, I sent a tweet out that, that said this, and it, I said, um, Brooks Kepka signing with Cleveland Shirks on is the ultimate uh, zero fucks given move that he could do. Because it's like everyone in his corner was probably like, oh, you should play TaylorMade. Oh, you know, Callaway uh, makes a great stick. You know, you should go back to Titleist. And he's you like, what? you know what? Kiss my Cleveland ass. On. Cleveland Shirks on. Me and Graham McDowell. I'm telling you, man, though, they. Their stuff, I, I'm impressed. Your wedges oh. are full groove. The amount of spin they put on, it's insane. Like some of it, I was like, I, I've been like demoing certain things. Oh yeah, here, right? Yeah. What else did I think? Well, the thing about golf equipment is, I don't think any one company is better than the other. Yeah, makes they all stuff. just rename the technology a different way. It's a twisted face technology for TaylorMade. It's a rebound frame for Cleveland, like. There's Twist face, by the way, is not new technology. Twist face is Baldwin roll, and Baldwin roll has been on every driver from the beginning of time. Oh, you want to make good money? Get Taylor made just renamed it. Patton. Did you guys see that documentary on how Tiger, like when he was when Taylor made and how they picked his clubs? Like he literally has like superhero feel. He's like that golf ball's off, and they're like, no. And oh no! Like a robot, and they're like, no, it is. I'm like, what? No, I heard the story of him like testing out driver shafts, and he tried four driver shafts, and he told the guys, uh, I want that one, it's lighter. And they go, Tiger, they're all the same weight. No, 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 that one's lighter, I want that one. And they weighed him, and sure enough, it was like two grams difference in weight. Imagine, I think could eventually drop Bryson. He's just got to be, oh. Listen, we're going to save Bryson for another day. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying that. It's got to be too much. Yeah, that's, a, that's a whole podcast right there talking about that nerdy fuck. You, Jake, you know our thing. Hashtag ABB. Anybody but Bryson. Anybody but Bryson. I don't care, man. I mean, Joseph Stalin could play in a golf <laughs> tournament against Bryson. I'd be sitting there being like, hey. Honestly, we all like like. Oh, Joey. Oh, Joey. His just oh, it doesn't look smooth to me, and I hate it. No. And you know, like I said, we're not going to get on this. Let's talk about the PNC right now. 
Uh, leaderboard right now is looking like uh, Stewart and Reagan Sink is leading by one stroke over Justin and Mike Thomas. And my pick to win, big and little John Daly. Um, Sean, I know you said that you haven't really watched much of the tournament. I didn't really watch, but I'm telling you. All, all, all everyone's watching for is Tiger and Charlie. And Charlie oh, that's it. picked up serious when she, like, that swing looks good. Dude, his swing looks Dude, completely different than it did last year. Yeah. That 825 to 1 betting went to win a major before 24, I'm all in, I think. Hey, you know, last last year it's all about Team Woods taking spotlight. Year before that, it was Team Daily, Big and Little John taking the spotlight. No one cares. My pick this week, Team Stenson, baby. I mean, I just can't imagine father and son with the Oakleys. Team Stenson's the way to go. It's going to be a rivalry. Little Little Stenson. Stenson's probably number two club breaker, maybe three. Sergio's probably numero uno. And then I'd say he's number two. Thomas Peters will snap some clubs. Over his neck. Oh, that was so that was amazing. That was crazy. Best but was you throwing that one up in that tree? <laughs> Spanish moss. Throw the divot mix at it and pray for the best. Okay, first off, I was fully prepared to leave that gap wedge up there, and then you and Pat. I think that might have been the worst shot I ever saw you hit. It was, I'm there for it. it was, yeah, that was terrible. That was it's terrible. awesome seeing your friends hit a terrible shot. It's great. <laughs> Makes you feel so rewarded by yourself, doesn't it? This sucks. Friends. That's one more thing that'll bring you coming back to the golf course. Man, I played like crap today, but you know what? Jake played a little bit worse. So I'm not that bad. I'll come back next Tuesday and play some more golf. Oh, I'm all about the mind games on the course. 100%. That's what it's about. You just want to be a little better than your friends or competitive. It's painful losing to them. <laughs> but anyway, Jake, back to Chris's point. Play with 24 handicaps and then compete against each other. <laughs> so one of us, if we lose, we feel good about it. <laughs> But, yeah, back to Chris's point. Uh, he mentioned this morning to, to look at Onrick and Carl Stinson. And as soon as I typed it into Twitter, this this little bastard did an interview with his dad. And I think it was Peter. No, it wasn't Peter. I forget who the interview was with. You didn't see it? No. Anyway, they're interviewing Carl. And they're like, so I think y'all really have a, a good chance to win this week. And – this kid, who I think he's like eight or maybe oh, nine, he's like nine or ten. Yeah, yeah he's like he's nine or ten. Sorry, Charlie Woods is age. Right, but he looks at him and goes, "Not the way he's playing," and points to his dad. I'm telling you, Jensen's also a phenomenal interview. Do you remember um, he got robbed of all his clothes? And he's like, "Hey, if you see anyone here bossed out, you just let me know." Like he's gonna hunt the guy down and beat <laughs> the shit out. I'm like, I love this guy. He's great. Oh, jeez and peach. But, yeah, right now they're in a six-way tie for fifth. I mean, this is a close tournament. This is actually the last tournament before any, like, really meaningful tournaments come about. And let's face it, everyone's focused on one thing, and it's Tiger and Charlie Woods, okay? The big cat in his cub. They are – I mean, Charlie's game has taken leaps and bounds – since last year. And over the past 20-some-odd years, 
Tiger has been golf. He's gotten so many players into this game. I and think Tiger's been playing this week. We don't know what kind of schedule Tiger's going to have this year. He may only play five, six, or seven tournaments. So you really have to embrace this tournament to be able to watch him play the game. Oh, I say Masters first first tournament. Wait until April. That's, yeah. that's a long he that's a long ways, but he might use that time to rehab some more well, and did you hear what he stronger. said? He said I'll never use a golf cart. <laughs> what a G. What a G. Tiger's the best pressure athlete ever, and you watch Charlie, like he's not affected by shit. Could that's you imagine Tiger on the champions tour with a golf cart? I mean I don't think longer eat your heart out. Tiger Woods would just control and win every golf tournament like it's the mid-90s again. I don't think I like Phil. Like when Phil went back oh, to yeah. play on the Champions Tour, he played in, like, what, two events and won both? Is Phil, like, 2-0 and or 3-0 in the Champions Tour? Yeah, he's, like, 2-3-0 yeah. in the Champions Tour. What's good? He's hitting bombs, bombs, baby. He does hit bombs. Long, oh. nasty bombs. Dude, Bernhard Langer, though. Oh, God. Guys, has an age to death. His, his exactly. like, Champions Tour record is like Tigers on the regular tour. Exactly. But the thing that I like most, and I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about Tiger and Charlie, was Tiger said, and the reason that I, I'm kind of, I don't know, intrigued by this whole thing is because I feel like this, in, this injury really kind of humbled him a little bit. I guess it really didn't have a choice. But – you know, after he had the, the spinal fusion, he came back and they were like, do you think you'll, you'll ever win? You know, you ever think you'll get to, you know, Jack's record? And he goes, no, I think I'll pass it. And you're just kind of like, okay, you cocky little fuck. Like, all right, I got you. But with this industry, it, I keep trying to say injury, the same industry. I'm a tongue twister. Yeah, it, it's a tongue twister. Too many but... The thing that I like about this is he came he came back and they were like, you know, what do you think you're going to do, yaddy? And he's like, listen, I'm playing in this tournament as a dad. Right. He's only playing in this tournament because Charlie was probably tugging on the pant leg like, hey, man. Oh, for you sure. You got to expand this brand. For sure. Okay, don't worry. I get to play 50 yards ahead of you. I got you, Pop. And I, I just – I think it's really cool because – what this is doing, and I've been looking on Twitter and you're seeing some blue check marks that are like, well, you know, Charlie Woods, he's, he's not even top ranked for his age group in Florida. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, Ed. he's Charlie Woods, okay? Right. He shows up to a tournament, cameras are snapping. And you know what? The kid's got a flawless swing. He's high at the top, inside, hits a little fade, beautiful. It is a carbon copy of Tiger Woods' swing, even down to the little shirt tug he does by his collar before he swings. I mean, it is a carbon copy. It is well, who so better than him? The problem with Tiger is every time we get him back, we lose him. And, lose him. Build up. and I'm like, no. It's just so heartbreaking. But he, he never disappoints. So if, if no. he's never winning again, I, I don't know if you can even mm -hmm. say that. That Masters was the best thing I ever saw in sports, ever. Yes. That's his his master's victory, his last master's victory. He would have really not short putted well. He just made everything from like 10, 20 feet. He was the best long putter that week. Oh, that that masters. I mean, that's Sunday. And y'all y'all can disagree with me if you want. 
I had my red shirt and black pants on, man. Like I was, oh, I was. It was the only time that I was audibly rooting against other players. I'm like, get it in the water, you fucking scumbag. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, well, that's the thing. It's just like these great golfers. Just like everyone just self destructs because of who they're oh, yeah. playing. It's great. He still has that intimidation factor, you know. Tiger winning the Masters and. Bill winning the PGA the way he did. I mean, just goes to show you, no matter how your age or, or your weight or anything, anybody can beat anybody in this game, and that's just what's so beautiful about it. Well, on the subject, though, like dads, right? Tiger's dad, like just pushing the greatness constantly, constantly. And I feel like when that happens, the next generation, like, oh, I can't, you know, I don't want to necessarily do that. So that's why you see like sons of fathers who are in are pro athletes not always but sometimes they don't they just never live up to the hype no it definitely puts a lot of pressure on the kid's shoulders but from what i'm seeing now i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't bet against him i wouldn't i wouldn't doubt no any of those kids you know whether it be well just the Woods or Stenson or daily to one of those three, or if not all three, end would, up on some kind of professional golf tour. I would argue daily. And I'd say two out of three, maybe. Definitely two. Who would be your two? I'd be daily. I'd go daily. Little, Charlie. little John, dude. Little John is a freshman at Arkansas right now. Oh. That that kid is a fucking problem. Oh. Like, that kid has tremendous amount of speed. Oh, John he is a stick and a half. I think he started beating John at like 16, or even, I think even younger, actually. He started out driving him by 16. I know that. That's insane. That's impressive. Yeah, especially since at the time, John Daly was one of the longest players in PGA Tour.